0: Hi, this is Rick Thompson, the pastor at Living Water Community Church. This is our podcast, and I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message builds your faith and blesses you. Please enjoy it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Living Water Community Church. I want to welcome you. I want to welcome those who are joining us online. My name is Rick Thompson. I'm one of the pastors here. Today we begin our exciting new summer series that we are calling the original top 10. The original top 10. And as you can see from that video, people can more readily name the top 10 of mostly anything else (laughs) besides the 10 commandments, of which our entire judicial system and moral codes were based on. And in my opinion, that's probably the reason why we're witnessing such a moral decay in our country. Anybody else noticing things are just going <laughs> in the wrong direction? The removal of prayer and the Bible reading in, in schools happened in, some, in the 1960s. That was replaced by the theory of evolution. It used to be called the theory of evolution, but now they teach it as a truth or a fact. And if you're unfamiliar with the theory of evolution, it's basically, it basically says over billions of years the human race evolved from a single cell into a, a fish. No one knows where the fish came from or that single cell. But the fish supposedly crawled out of the ocean, and apparently he got tired of crawling and he decided to climb a tree after he grew some arms and legs, and he became a monkey. And then that fish who became a monkey hung out in the trees for a few million years and decided he wanted to come down out of the trees and, decide, and lose the tail, and now they consider him a man, but I consider him a moron if you believe that. Now, folks, these are, I call them truly religious people who believe this, that, that we evolved from a fish, because it, take, because it takes more faith, in my opinion, to believe that nonsense than to believe that in the beginning God created everything. Amen? Amen. Uh, you'd think that over billions of years, if that was true, we'd find some kind of fossil evidence, that, th- that some in-between process of things evolving, like an arm evolving into a, you know, a wing or a tail growing out of something. There's got to be some kind of fossil evidence. There is absolutely no fossil evidence of any of that nonsense happening. In fact, the fossil evidence just shows that we we just appeared on this earth. I call it blind faith. Blind faith, it's not science, it's science fiction. Now you you add to that the push over the years to remove the Ten Commandments from pretty much everywhere. The Supreme Court back in 2017, I saw an article that said the US Supreme Court on a Monday sided with a lower court that ordered a New Mexico City to remove the Ten Commandments monument from the lawn outside of City Hall. And so they took it out. And, and they've been doing that all over the country for the last few years as if the Ten Commandments don't matter or it's not totally ingrained in everything that we do. Instead of the Bible or the teaching, thou shalt not, and, then, and, and they want to wonder why people are not walking into schools, you know, they used to, the uh, young people used to, hello, just tell the president that we're going to be okay. We, we'll be fine, just for a few more minutes. Um, they used to walk around with guns on the back of their cars. I used to be in a, in high school, I used to be in a, in a rifle club. Nobody shot up nobody back then. But all of a sudden, the murder rate and all this foolishness is going through the roof. We we replaced the Bible with stuff like CRT, critical race theory, which basically they teach the children to hate their country, And, and, and because we're supposedly a racist country. And my thoughts are: you know, if we're so racist, why are people literally dying to be here? Have you noticed that? From other countries, and from countries that the people look just like them, meaning they're coming from Mexico, they're coming from Nicaragua, they're coming from Jamaica, they're coming from all the Middle East. Everyone in leadership looks just like them, and they're literally dying to get to this country. But let's not stop there, because they're targeting our kids again with what they call children with gender reclassification, making assertions that there are multiple genders in our society. we got to teach them when they're young. When the Bible and biology clearly states that there are only two, the Bible and the biology actually line up. Biology says that there are XY chromosomes. If you are XY chromosome, you're a male. That's how they know, not to mention you can look. And XX, you're a female. Well, the Bible says God created them male and female, just two. Amen? It's getting quiet in here. Now, I'm telling you, if anyone is telling you different, if anyone's telling you different, it's a bold faced lie straight from the pit of hell. It's designed just to confuse, and I've seen a lot of confused young people because it's the young people. That's eating all this nonsense up today. Now, the Bible says all this can be expected because in the last days, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, it says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. The the New Living for that last verse, 2 Timothy 3, 5, says, they will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. In other words, they'll go to church. They'll say they associate with this religion or that religion. But when it comes down to it, they don't know God. They don't want to change. In their minds, this is how God made them. And so for all these reasons, we as a church, at the the very least, should know the basics. You know what the basics are? I call it the original Ten Commandments. And if you don't know them, after this morning, in the next 25 minutes, you are going to know them frontwards and backwards. How many already know them frontwards and backwards? <laughs> you are going to know them frontwards and backwards, and we use a technique using pictures and stories for you to remember. Now, everyone should be been given a an outline, it's a blank outline. There's 10 open things on there. Everyone have one? If you don't have one, raise your hand. If you're watching online, this is your chance to go get a piece of paper and a pencil. If you don't have one, there should be pencils in the pew. If you don't have one of those, raise your hand. Let's get one to you. And Pastor Sean and a few of our techie people have rigged it so that I can draw my little pictures. And I'm telling you in advance, I am not an artist. My pictures are along the lines of maybe third or fourth grade, but that's all right. You will under—you should get Brittany, right? She will draw a Picasso. But you will understand. Everybody with me? Anybody with, willing to take this journey with me? And so we're going to go over these. We're going to learn them today. And over the next few weeks, we're going to learn what they mean. Go into kind of in depth as to what they mean. Is that all right? So plan on being here for this summer series. Hold up your pencils if you got one. Wave your papers at me. I want to make sure everyone is participating. All right. For your first one, I want you to write down. Let's see if I can get this going. Write down number one. I want you to write it like me. Not, you know, not, you know this is crazy. Let me try that again. <laughs> We're going to write a number one. I'm trying, I'm trying to be nice here. Does that look like a number one? T- close enough? Okay, I want you to take that number 1 and turn it into a pencil. Does it look like a pencil? Yeah. All right. I want you I want you to close your eyes and use your imagination right now because you're going to do you're going to draw what I draw. But I want you to take that imaginary pencil and write down the words G, capital G O D. And then underneath that Make a line and then underneath that, put little G-O-Ds. G-O-D, comma, G-O-D, comma, G-O-D, comma, G-O-D, comma, G-O-D, comma, G-O-D. G-O-D. We, so your page should look a little bit like that one. Okay? You got it? Here's your first commandment. Thou shalt have no other gods above me. But no other gods above me. Everyone got number one down? What's number one? Got your little pencil. You wrote your big G. You put your little G's. Write down number two. Do it just the way I do it. Does your two look like that on your page? Okay. Now, I want you to draw a little line there, little head there. Now, what does that, what does that look like? A beautiful swan. Say swan. Her, her name, you can even put that up here. Her name is Fifi. Fifi the swan. Okay, now here's the story behind Fifi the Swan. Fifi the Swan had an owner that absolutely loved Fifi. Every day she'd go out, she'd feed Fifi. Uh, uh, And and she just adored looking at Fifi in the the pond. One day, a hunter came along and shot Fifi. Say, ah. And so she was so distraught that she went out, she grabbed Fifi. She said, how can you do this to Fifi? This is Fifi, Fifi, baby!" And she grabbed Fifi. I want you to do this. And she put Fifi, she loved Fifi so much, she put her on a pedestal and she made her of bronze. All right? And she made Fifi a of bronze, a bronze. And so number two is thou shalt make no graven images, no graven images to bow down and worship. What's her name? Fifi. Fifi. What'd she become? A graven image. Graven. On idol. You can just put no idols. Number three. Do what I do. You're going to make a number three. Does that look like a three? What? Oh, there we go. Does that look like a three? Yeah. All right. Now we're going to turn this three. <laughs> that looks like a head, right? Right? Okay, three turned into a head. And here's the story. He was driving down the road one day when all of a sudden someone cut him off. And when he cut him off, he got so mad, he started yelling at the guy, where did you cut me off? And when he cut him off, he started saying things he shouldn't have said, and a vein popped out of his neck. Make a vein in his neck. (laughs) And this is it. Thou shalt not speak his name in vain. I put that picture back up there just for a second. Did did you put the vein popping out? All right. Thou shalt not speak his name in vain. Say it with me. Thou shalt not speak his name In 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 vain. Are you all with me so far? Number four. I want you to make your four just like this. Does that look like a four? That looks like a four, right? All right. I want you to turn your four into a sailboat. And you heard what went on with this guy. This guy won the lottery. And when he won the lottery, he decided that he wasn't going to go to church anymore. And so he started going out on Sunday, and he said, you know what? Someone called him up and said, why aren't you coming to church? Well, he said, well, today is my church. And just when he said that, this lightning bolt came out of the sky and ripped a hole in his sailboat. And a voice came out and said, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Holy. You got the hole? You have to make the hole. Holy. You're going to know it frontwards and backwards. Someone showed me this 20 years ago and it's just stuck in my head. Number five. Say number five. Okay, I want you to make your five like this. Does that look like a five? Yes. All right, make a little body, make some feet. What else does that look like now? Wheelchair, wheelchair. wheelchair rocking chair, right? So the five looks like a wheelchair, rocking chair. What's number five? Wheelchair. Honor. And who, and who usually ends up in, in rocking chairs and wheelchairs? Honor your father and your mother. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, let's do a little mid-test questionnaire. Turn your paper down. Turn it over. Don't look. What's number three? Did you look? Don't say, his name in vain. Don't say his name in vain. What's number four? Remember the Sabbath to keep it. What's number two? That's number one. Number five. You, you Turn this over and say, "You're halfway there." Halfway there. <laughs> six. I want you to write the six just like this. Does that look like a six? Yeah? That looks like a six. Six. I want you to keep going, though, because now, you know what else it looks like? To me, it looks like, it kind of looks like a monkey tail. Someone say monkey tail. All right. Six is a monkey tail. Here's the story behind six. Two guys decided they were going to go on safari. They ended up in, let's say, Africa, or we'll say Africa. And at some point, they decided, you know what? They were with the locals. They were a little bit hungry. And when they went down to eat, all of a sudden, they pulled out a monkey tail that was part of the eating. And they said, what is that? That's a monkey tail. What do you mean that's a monkey tail? We don't eat monkey tails. Did you Did you? Did you kill a monkey? What's number six? Thou shall not kill. Say monkey tail. (laughs) All right. What's that look like? But if you do this to it. Now what does it look like? Who said that? Oh, Pastor Sean. Looks like a little. As a matter of fact, it looks like it might even be a seven iron. Where are my golfers out there? Is it just me? We don't have no other golfers out there? All right, 7-iron, looks like a 7-iron, all right? Now, here's the story behind the 7-iron. CEO decided to take a couple of his uh, people out to the golf range. They're out on the golf range, and it wasn't just them, it was them and their wives, okay? They're out on the golf range, they're having a good old time. The guys get over by themselves, and all of a sudden they do what guys do. They start talking trash, And then he started saying stuff like, you know what, there's this girl in the office that I started seeing and all this other stuff. He started making comments about this girl in the office that he's seeing. But the only problem was his wife was standing right over here. He didn't notice. It was right behind her, right? When the wife heard him talking about some other woman, she grabbed the seven iron. (laughs) And she started whacking him on the head with the seven iron. Just say no adultery. (laughs) Did I spell that right? Probably not. We got that one? Okay. What are we at now? I want you to make your eight just like this. Does that look like an eight? That looks like an eight, right? Looks like an eight. All right, but you know what else it looks like? Who said that? Yeah, it looks almost like, wait, wait. You know what? Snowman needs to get ahead, right? Let's see. Let's erase that. Oh. (gasps)
1: Cancel,
0: cancel. cancel. <laughs> Let's make a little head right there. Let's put a little hat. You heard of Frosty? Yeah. This is not Frosty. This is his second, third cousin. His name is Frisky. Frisky. <laughs> and the reason why we're calling him Frisky, because what we found was that the local gas station they realized that they were getting uh, robbed. But when they noticed what was being robbed was, the way they figured it out was, there was this drip mark as they walked in, and all the candy bars from a section seemed to be missing, and there was this pool of water. And so they decided they were going to check the cameras. And when they checked the cameras, they they looked and they saw Frisky the snowman, Shoving candy bars, put candy bars, in his side and he was stealing them. Frisky's a thief. What's number eight? Thou shalt not steal. We got it. Number nine. I want you to do it just like me. Does that look like a nine? Yes. But what else does it look like? Doesn't it look a little bit like a balloon on a string on a stick? Does it, can it look like a balloon on a stick? It, sure does. it looks a little bit like a balloon on a stick. <laughs> and so here's the story behind that balloon on a stick. A young girl ran outside with her balloon on a stick. She saw her friends on the street. She started bragging. I've got a balloon. I've got a balloon. And she started walking up and down. I got a balloon. And and her friend got a little jealous. She said, Well, I well, 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 I got a balloon too. And she said, Well, no, you don't. Where, where is it? It's at my house. Oh, you don't have a balloon. I got a balloon. I got a balloon. I got one at the house. And 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 the, but my balloon is bigger than your balloon. It's a, it's 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 as big as a, it's as big as my house. She looked up and said, You're a liar. <laughs> Thou shalt not lie. All right. What number we're we at? Ten. I want you to make your 10 just like this. A little like a 10? Close enough, right? All right, so that's not only a 10, but it's also No, not an ice cream. Basketball. Who said basketball hoop? That's it's also a basketball hoop. Okay. You ready for the story behind this one? You, ever, you, ever, you, you heard of Magic Mike, right? Mike, Michael Jordan? You don't act like you don't know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, I'm not, I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about that. Stick with me. Basketball. Basketball reference. Mike, because he's got so much fame and he's got so much money, one day he was driving down the street and another guy saw him and he was was driving in this beautiful red Corvette and then all of a sudden this other guy saw him and, and he was like, man, I I wish, I wish, I wish I had his car. I wish I had his Corvette. Thou shalt not Corvette covet thy neighbor's things. Thou shall not covet. You know what covet means, right? Are y'all with me? Yes. Covet means when you de- when you strongly desire someone else's stuff, right? So, do we think we have it? Turn our papers over. I'm going to ask my lovely assistant, Vanna Debra. We're going to have a little test. I want you to raise your hand, identify yourself, and then give me the answer. Are you ready? Number seven. Don't say it. Don't say it. Just
1: raise your hand. I see one over here. You got a hand in
0: the back. Do we need to turn up the lights? Can you see them? Thou shalt not what? Adultery. Adultery. You you didn't didn't identify yourself. What's your name? Jessica. Jessica. (laughs) All right.
1: All right. Good job. Let's hear it. Come on, people. Yes.
0: Give me number eight. Who's got eight? Oh, I see one over
1: here. I'm getting my steps in today.
0: (laughs) Cheryl, thou shalt not steal. All right, extra points if you can tell me his name. <laughs>
1: she said snowman.
0: Oh, okay. All right. It's not Frosty. It's the other guy. Number two.
1: I'm going to get over here. Somebody over here. Nobody's looking, right? You're not looking? Don't look. Okay, you're good? William, no grieving images.
0: There you go. Nice. Give it up for William. Oh, graven images. We're going to go all the way back. Number
1: one.
0: Oh, there you go. Uh, Gerard, uh, no God above you but me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, let's go with number what, six. That's a tough one. That's that, Who knows six?
1: Here we go.
0: David, don't kill. There you go. Nice. not kill. All right. Did we get them all? No. What do we got? Number three.
1: Remember. Oh, oh, you're, you're like the teacher pet. (laughs) <laughs> the mama. not take the name of the Lord in vain. Yeah. We didn't do four.
0: What we? What did we forget? Seven.
1: Seven. We didn't do we already, four.
0: Did we do we, four?
1: Right center here. Shannon, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Yes.
0: Nice. Good job. Nine.
1: Here we go. Virginia, thou shalt not lie.
0: Good. Here we go, Virginia. I got a
1: balloon.
0: And then ten. Ooh,
1: I'm
0: cutting through.
1: Don't covet your neighbor's thing. There you go. It's done. <laughs> you go. Okay.
0: Next question. Who knows them all? Who's got them all? You got them? Do I? Yes. You, my, listen, you all should have them all. Who's feeling bold enough? Come on. Come on up here. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's
1: give her give her some
0: encouragement. Wait, wait. I gotta ask this. Did you already know them before this today? Couple of them? In order? All right. So this is that's good enough. That's good. That's good. Let's see what we got.
1: shall not have any God above me. Two. Thou shalt not worship any idols. Three. Okay, yeah, no,
0: yeah, no. I'm giving you hints.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thou shalt not say my name in vain. Four. Thou shalt not... Oh, thou shalt honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. Oh, yeah, thou shalt honor your mother and father. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not, no, don't tell me. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. And thou, sh... thou shalt not cover your neighbor's things.
0: Woo! Nice. Okay. When you get home, we're not done yet. I want you to show somebody. The best way you remember is by teaching somebody else. All right. Now, there you might not know this, but there aren't just ten commandments. Well, there's, there's several hundred, but those are the main ten. But Jesus made this statement in John thirteen thirty four. 34. Well, before I do that, let's, let's write down the word 11, 11. And this is what I want you to do. It's not on the screen yet? Okay, there we go. So Jesus made this comment in John 13, 34. He says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Amen? Amen? So so those are the 11 actually things that we're going to be going over for the next two weeks, there will be quizzes in between. I do expect you to not just let it go in one end, and out the other. You won't ever have to say what that lady said in the video, don't tell my pastor, <laughs> because, because you all know it. You will know it. Just remember this, the story behind it, and it will stick in your brain, and it won't matter if it's frontwards or backwards, if you jump in the middle. What's number four? What's number seven? What's nine? Two. Eight. One. Oh my goodness. Six. Five. Four. <laughs> you guys got this. You're welcome. Eleven, I heard a couple of things. Eleven, Eleven. love one another. New commandment I give you. And Jesus said, by this they will know you're my disciples. It's actually not how many commandments you know. It's not your Christian T-shirts or how big your Bible is or what bumper stickers you have on your car, okay? It's not how many scriptures you memorize. He says, by this, they will know that you're my disciples, that you're my followers. It's your love for one another. And so my prayer is, we're going to have fun with this series over the the summer, but my prayer is that this place wouldn't just be uh, just another hangout, But that everyone, when they walk in here, will feel loved. Amen? Amen. Will feel the acceptance that God offers to every single one of us because of what God did through His Son, Jesus Christ. And He doesn't tell us to do something that He doesn't do already. You are loved. By the Father. I love that scripture that says, Perfect love casts out all fears, and we are all perfectly loved by the Father. If we could position ourselves in the truth of God's Word, a lot of those anxieties that we're facing will just go by the wayside. Tell yourself, God loves me. God loves me. He loves me. When you're feeling anxious, the opposite. Of, of, of fear and anxiety is not courage, it's love. <laughs> Understand your position in Christ and that you are fully loved by the Father. And then He told us that if we are fully loved by the Father, He told us to go and do likewise, especially with each other. Amen? And now, watch this happen. Once that happens, there won't be any empty seats. I know we're coming out of a pandemic. We, we had, it was much fuller before we went in, but that's how it's going to fill back up. When people walk in here, they're going to re- realize that the Spirit of God is here. And, and Jesus expressly said, by this they shall know. This is a new commandment I give you, love one another. By this they will know that you are my followers. It's your love for one another. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You understand? And so love on the people. My wife made a point this week um, or today during our prayer time. I think there's just a low-hanging fruit. People are desperate for love. They've been you know, separated for such a long time. They will respond to the love. Your neighbors will respond to the love. Your people that you work with, the kids you hang out with, they will respond to the love of the Father being poured out through you. So let me encourage you to be a reflection of God's love to each other. Amen. As we come to a close this morning, make a commitment to to be here for the next few weeks. Again, we're going to go not over this. This was the overview. But we will go over the, the Ten Commandments going to see them in the Old Testament, we're going to look at it in the New Testament, act it out in the life of Jesus, and then we're going to learn some things as we go. Is that all right? If you've not yet accepted Christ as your Savior and your Lord, it my privilege and my honor to lead you in a prayer of commitment to him. Know that he loves you. Demonstrated by John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God wants us to be with him forever. But it takes me, it takes you to say, yes, Lord, that's what I want for my life as well. If that's you and the Spirit of the Lord is calling you. It's not hard. <laughs> it's just a matter of getting real with God and saying, yes, Lord, I want you in my life. Let's everyone bow our heads and close our eyes. Say something like this from your heart. Say, Heavenly Father, I acknowledge my need for a Savior. I thank you for sending your son to to do the heavy lifting, to pay the heavy price on the cross for my sins. I thank you for that awesome sacrifice. Today, I believe... And I receive by faith, trusting completely in you, for you are truly beautiful and wonderful. And we acknowledge our need for you. Fill me with your spirit, with your power, with your love. Thank you. Three days later, you rose from the grave. And because you live, I will live as well. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. In your name, we pray. Amen. Thank you so very much for listening to this message. We hope you were truly blessed. If you were, please subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already and share it with a friend. Doing so will cause the seeds of God's word and the message of his love to spread like wildfire. So thanks again for partnering with us in this important way. Stay thirsty for Christ, my friends, until the whole world hears. God bless.